Well, tonight we're gonna have a pizza party. Pizza party, pizza party, pizza party, pizza party, pizza party, pizza party. Hello, welcome to another episode of Gimme Pizza, a Mary Kate and Ashley podcast. I am your host, Amity Hansen, and on this week's episode, I have David Burke back on the show, and we watched Ingrid Goes West. I know, I know, not 100% Mary Kate and Ashley, but we love her, we know her, we support her, we stand her. Elizabeth Olsen is their sister. So I think it falls under the umbrella of Mary Kate and Ashley related things. And before, you know, the episode starts, I do want to say I'm going to try and keep up with weekly episodes. Like I said last, the last episode, I try and stick to a schedule and then the schedule becomes a bit of a prison. But I am in my own place right now for the month. I am temporarily in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, so I will hopefully have more time to do things more as if I didn't have unlimited time. I mean, come on, it's, we're in a pandemic. I don't have a job. I've had unlimited time, but you know, I, I, I'm not living with my parents anymore. So that's great. All right. Well, I, I won't keep this intro going for too much longer. Please rate, review, subscribe on Apple podcasts and get into the episode with David. David, back on the podcast. David Burke, you are in which, okay, what episodes have you been on before? You were on the It Takes Two. Mm -hmm. Is that it? The SNL, Mary Kate and Ashley episode. With with Roz. Yes, that's right. Mm -hmm. So you've been on it twice. Oh my God. Third time returning guest. Yeah. Thank you for coming back. Thanks for having me. Over Zoom. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a remote episode. It's a, I mean, really, like all the all episodes. I feel like from now on, we'll just all be remote. I feel like with COVID, just everything's going to be remote forever. Everything, Mm. work. Hopefully not forever, but probably for a while. Happy hours. Yeah, no, hopefully not forever. Happy hours. Happy hours. I think the the (laughs) you're doing Zoom happy hours. Zoom happy hours seems seem to have like dissipated. Yeah, I don't think I've I have not participated. I know I, have I haven't participated, participated in, in this. So what is this? One Zoom happy hour, and it was with establishments and, and patrons, or just no. With friends? It, I mean, it was just like with people that I didn't know, and it was with okay. um like older people. I was like the youngest, and it was kind of awkward. But you know, shout out to the the girl who was doing the Zoom happy hour that had like her. She was just texting the whole time, like not paying attention. <laughs> I was like, you know, I can get behind that. I feel like I have a a tendency to try to maybe do that sometimes and there's a large group of people, but also like early on in quarantine. But then I was like, no, that's really rude. Yeah. To be on your phone when you like you, I barely see people anyway. I know. You know? <laughs> I know. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to be more present. I mean, like I said that yesterday I was not on my phone all day and I was like, and then I had dinner with my brother and my sister-in-law and I was able to like have a conversation I was like I'm just gonna leave my phone off in the kitchen and then I was able to like be fully engaged who would have known the less time yeah the less time spent around phones right now the better but also the worst because it was like we were talking about before because right now it's like 
if you put your phone away, that's your portal to the outside world. Exactly. And Gone. we're already like so disconnected. Like that's, that's the portal. That is but then portal. if you try to like call, a, if you try to call a friend or something, it's so easy to just check Instagram or this other stuff. You're, I know. Like, oh, I could just check it really quick. And then you, like 10 minutes goes by and that adds up multiple times a day. I know. And it's relevant to the movie we're talking about. I know. Yeah. So we watched Ingrid Goes West, not entirely Mary-Kate and Ashley related. However, Elizabeth Olsen related because Elizabeth Olsen is in this movie and she Mm -hmm. is the sibling of Mary-Kate and Ashley. She's my favorite sibling. Is that blasphemy? You know, you know, I'm not going to say it's the last but I will say, you know, I'm, I, I, I respect it. But I don't understand it. You don't respect it. I don't respect it. And I don't understand it. (laughs) Because I think Elizabeth Olsen is in a different category. Mm, A category maybe one would say higher, above. You could be like, she's my favorite uh, Olsen actor. Okay. She doesn't have the icon status, the cult following, the fan community. There definitely is like an Elizabeth Olsen fan following for sure that exists on Instagram. And hey, count me, count me as a part of that. But they're not, it's not as deeply rooted as the Olsen twins, MKA. Do you feel it's maybe a branch off of that deeply rooted? Maybe. uh, I think that it's, I, I, you know, I'm not really too into the Elizabeth Olsen fandom. mm. I do really love her as an actor. As an actress, yeah. I love like "Sorry for Your Loss" is really good. Um, I haven't seen was, that, <gasps> David. Is it good. It's so Amity. sad. It is so sad. Sign me up. I watched up. it like when I first moved back with my parents. I was watching it every night before bed and crying, like sobbing. I'll have to do like an ep- like uh, some sort of episode maybe about it. But maybe I can be your like, Elizabeth. Cor- I can be your Elizabeth correspondent. Yes. All of the Elizabeth Olsen episodes from now on are with David. There we oh go. Oh my God. You're the I just Elizabeth landed the deal Olsen. of a lifetime. You just landed the gig. Congratulations. <laughs> Have you seen Liberal Arts? Yes. That's Forever a movie ago, I like. A long time ago. Yeah. It came out a while ago. Yeah. I think it's really good though. Yeah. There was like the, uh, what other movie was she? She's been in obviously like a bajillion movies. Yeah. Obviously, I feel like her fandom has a lot of overlap with the Marvel stuff. Yes. Because she's Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. And I haven't watched the show that was on Disney Plus. Did that happen? Oh, it's not out yet. I'm it's super stoked yet. for that show though, because that okay. seems more like a like a high concept melodrama where her and Vision are like living different eras of television yes. and like isolating themselves from the outside world to yes, live this yes, ideal yes, life. Yes. And that's not out yet. No, oh. it's not. But I'm excited because it could be like one episode there in like a 50s show and then a 60s show and a 70s yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I was thinking about that show the other day and I was wondering if it was if it was out yet. Um, and she's been, I mean, she, I, her, her, her list of films are just, it's so, it's endless at this point. Mm-hmm. She's a real influencer, one might say. One may say, like in Ingrid Goes West, she influences people. Influencer. I think she's we both very, said like, it. Yeah. She's not very like heavy on Instagram though. Yeah, I follow her. She doesn't post that much. She doesn't post that much. Sometimes she does. She posted, I remember the last thing she posted was like a story about like gardening. She did like a very quarantine heavy gardening expose on her garden. That sounds delightful. Yeah, it was great. Maybe she went full method with Ingrid Goes West and realized the dangers of 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 being too dependent. Yeah, yeah. The dangers of uh, 
parasocial um, relationships. Like, I mean, just like, so what did you call it? Parasocial relationships? Yeah, I only know about that because I had a friend who like did it like a, a, a presentation on it. Okay, define it just means that. like a one like a one sided connection to somebody. I feel like this movie is somewhat about that. It's like Ingrid knows her, but she doesn't really know Ingrid. You know, right? It's like a one. It's like a, for yes. instance, the people listening to your podcast have a parasocial relationship with you. That's true. Unless they actually have a friendship with you. I I do have friendships with a lot of people who reach out to me. So, And I think that parasocial relationships aren't only bad because that's why people listen to podcasts. That's why I listen to podcasts. Yeah. I mean, I definitely have some parasocial relationships with people online. Yeah. Like Justin Bieber. Yes. Just like Justin Bieber. (laughs) Mary-Kate and Ashley, for sure. No. Um, This movie, though, is it's bleak. It's bleak. It starts out as a really dark version of Animal Crossing. Like, hey, new, <laughs> like, like you know, new chance at a new place, starting from scratch, buying this plant, buying this thing, seeing I know. what's cool. I mean, it starts like the opening scene is, um, it's like just her going through Instagram, reading this person's posts, sobbing in the dark. Yeah. Charlotte's Instagram. That was the, that yeah, was her, her previous. Name, Charlotte. Her previous friend that her, her previous meant more to her. social relationship. I don't know if that uh, that could have been a that seemed like a person she knew in real life, but she just maybe overvalued the friendship on her That's end. That's what it seems like. Yeah, you're yeah. right. That it. What I got from the that first part of the movie was that this girl reached out to her when her mom died. This Char- Charlotte reached out to Ingrid when her mother died, and yeah. then she just latched on to that friendship like crazy. Yeah, I think that they do a really good job of grounding Ingrid in a very sympathetic way early on, even though, you know, she's done uh, some questionable things to be where she is. But she's clearly got like distress trauma and her mom is she's like lacking real connection. And so when she starts going down the rabbit hole of doing all this stuff, um, not only does it remind me of being in quarantine, where sometimes all you can do to try to get your fix of like, what would be your social life is to just scroll more than you would like endlessly to on Instagram. Scroll. Endlessly yes. scroll. Yes, uh, endless. But, I'm just like, when is this fucking gonna stop? I know. Um, yeah, I could probably relate more to that aspect of Ingrid during quarantine than ever before. You know, I'm not gonna lie. Um, you know, obviously we're gonna get into the movie. We're gonna, you know, not necessarily go beat by beat, but you know, with this movie, I relate to it in a way. Oh yeah. Um, more than I would like to admit. <laughs> um, just like from, I don't really do this anymore. I think you know. I I will say that I've I've moved past obsessively lurking strangers on Instagram. Mm. Um, but I definitely had a boyfriend a few years ago who I obsessively lurked his ex girlfriends. Um. Oh, no. like, like they were broken up I don't know why I cared so much but I would look at her LinkedIn I would look at her once Instagram, you're on LinkedIn Facebook. Amity that's a it got to the point a... she like emailed or like Facebook messaged my boyfriend at the time and she was like tell your fucking crazy girlfriend to stop stalking me I like accidentally... oh because LinkedIn tells people right I think it it did at a point. I don't think it does as much oh, okay. anymore. I'm pretty sure I remember LinkedIn. I think it does if you are like a premium member or something. Um, which I've like I just accidentally like or looked at an old friend's LinkedIn. We're not friends anymore, and I was like, 
fuck, she's going to come after me. But hopefully she didn't notice. Accidentally. Accidentally. I was, you know, I was like trying to see what she was up to. Um, but so like, yeah, I had like this boyfriend at the time. His, his like girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend reached out to him and was like, tell your fucking crazy new girlfriend to stop looking at my sh- like social media profiles. There was like a point where I like accidentally added her her boyfriend on Facebook because I was like slipped like slip fingers and it was oh no I, you know to my you know I was 20 I was like 23 22 okay yeah you know I even like befriended some of her friends like like on the sly yeah so <laughs> and I don't know why it wasn't like she was a threat to me I, I think most people have probably looked at their exes like new person's stuff at least once i try to not do that uh i'm not saying i have never um yeah yeah so this this movie though it does like hit home to me as somebody who's like a former you know i definitely think i'm reformed in this way of like i no longer obsessively stalk people on social media that i don't know but i've for sure been there did that with myspace did instagram uh, like I would know way more than I'd like to admit about people's personal lives. But I think nowadays with like the advent of this Instagram story and people are posting less onto the grid and people I think are private, like have private accounts more. Mm-hmm. My account's they did, private. Like back in the day, mine, I, I go back and forth. I like to keep people on their toes. I'm like, who's looking? <laughs> who's looking? I've made it public a few times, but I don't know. I like. I get weirded out by social media sometimes, and then yeah, I, I, I think, think people have to decide: do you care more about a lot of people seeing you and following you, or being private? And I'll, I tend toward towards privacy, like privacy. Privacy. I, mean. um, I think that's smart. I'm not gonna say I'm always gonna be that way, but <laughs> I don't know. If I was more active, you know, I just, I don't post enough for people to be, um, for strangers to be coming along. I'll make it a private. I'll make it public, but sometimes I'll make it private just to like. Keep it's you on cyclical your toes. and it's then like, like the movie I'll make it. yeah because ingrid like starts that way right elizabeth olsen's character she starts that way but then we find her when she is like she now she is the person that people are following oh and you ingrid mean wants um, to be that yeah like uh aubrey plaza's character both of them right yeah i guess yeah because um, we didn't see it but elizabeth olsen's character we find out that she also came to la or joshua tree i guess she kind of lives in both came there and she didn't have any friends or anything yeah and then first. she like became an influencer and then ingrid relates to that right and yeah, i feel like kind of. regardless of like how much people uh are trying to like look in an obsessive type of way it's it, like this movie definitely dramatizes instagram and social media in a way that is relevant and people can relate right. to even if ingrid goes too far in ways we wouldn't like I don't see many things, movies that are honest about how addicted we are to right. social media and how much it can be used to sort of shape our reality or mm-hmm. or like or drive us to do things that are impulsive in bad ways, maybe. And insane. And you wonder, I mean, I, I guess we can like get to this more in depth as we talk about the movie more, but it's like, okay, would Ingrid issues be as dramatic if there was no social media like how would ingrid's mental health manifest in a non-social media age 
Yeah, I feel like I'm no psychologist, but uh, I feel like Ingrid Ingrid's the type of person who seems to have some tendencies about, like about getting um, addicted <laughs> to things. Yes. <laughs> so maybe she'd be best off without her phone. And look, I I told you before <laughs> earlier that like the thing I'm most addicted to is my is my phone, and so. <laughs> We t- yeah. had a whole whole conversation about this before we watched the movie. Like sometimes right. I'll just stick my phone in a drawer or turn it off. That's so um, smart. And I mean, it's I know I like just I like turned off my phone. It's right there, and I'm just like I can feel the like. But even if I'm not looking at like, one one person's Instagram account, it's still just like there's so many things to look at on your phone, and yeah. so many things that that feel very important. You got to keep yeah, scrolling. You gotta you know. Yes. Ugh. Okay. So I guess we could like start like breaking down the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the I mean, just like the aesthetic of this film and like the way that it presents Instagram is so like of the time. It's you were saying when we were watching it that it feels not dated, but it definitely feels like it's like not right now. It feels like yesterday. It feels like yes, yeah. It feels like a few years ago, and it's crazy yeah. how much that has changed. Like how things have changed in social media in the age of social media. I feel like much of it is still the same. To me, yes. the part there were a couple things that did that felt like ah oh, the before times, which is maybe what I was getting at. <laughs> like before um, COVID times, or like the yeah, before- just like people hanging out carelessly without masks. But also, I uh, I when Ingrid was was like posted the American flag emoji. Oh yeah. That just wouldn't happen now. Ingrid, or not Ingrid, excuse me. Taylor. Taylor Taylor posted the American flag emoji with some sort of like, you know. uh, God bless America. Yeah, God bless America. You know, she's whatever. She's an influencer just saying what people want to hear. I get it. But she would be not posting that right now. Right, no. I think her character would be posting other stuff right now. She would be posting a black square. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, she would. (laughs) But like everything else feels, everything else in the movie still feels like the, yeah, yeah. Everything it's, else still feels like the world we live in is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, but it's like the aesthetic, I guess, is is like 2000 and... I, God, what year did this come out? 2017? I think around there. Um, 2017. Yeah. So it came out in 2017, three years ago. Not too much has changed. Um, but so like we start... The, the movie starts, Ingrid's crying. She's like scrolling in her car on this girl's it's Instagram. so sad i feel she, like I feel, crashes I feel a wedding <laughs> very that part was actually kind of uh how do you feel about that opening part how do i feel about it i mean i feel mm. like it's a good opener for the movie it made me feel so sad for ingrid because you just like imagine how much you feel like left out of like she obviously was like fabricating this like friendship in her head with this charlotte character and to not be then to not be invited to her wedding was probably like so painful and then she yeah. pepperish razor on her wedding day you know um we don't know the whole story there we don't know there's the whole a part story. of there's a part of me that does that does look at her and and think like that's pretty funny and also that's some sort of power trip like power fantasy to do that because how often are you scrolling on instagram and you see something and you're like oh fuck that like you're not actually you're not that happy or or yeah. just like i don't know that cynicism can kick in when you're isolated online all the time and you're, mm-hmm. you're like i don't know this movie taps into the to a certain type of cynicism that 
I feel myself sometimes when I'm on social media too much. Maybe that's why the movie works. The movie works so well. Just like it taps into that, like that juxtaposition of like the, you know, influencer, bright LA lifestyle, and then the dark room isolation on your, like the bright screen in a dark room. Yeah, the visual contrast there is 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 perfect. So good. Um, But yeah, so then Ingrid obviously ends up in a psych ward and she's like still writing letters to Charlotte like while in a psych ward. Yeah, it's not healthy. Is she emailing her? Is she like writing these letters down and burning them? Because like that I can get behind. What is... You like to burn letters? I don't really do it, but I I can get behind the concept of them. I definitely write people. I just write notes. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. I used to do that, but because of my fucking phone, I write it in my notes app. Oh no, I do. I do it in my notes app a lot. There, there have been times where I'm like, I'm making a point not to text this person because I've been ever texting them, and so I'll just write what I want to say to them in my notes app, and then months or years goes by, and I look at those. No, I find the text. I find the notes in my Hey, I just wanted to let you know that I wrote this three years ago when I was angry and I hope you do. Here you go. Do you want to read it? Yeah. No. And (laughs) but I've like read like what I've said in my notes app and I'm like, thank fucking God I did not send this psycho shit. Yeah. Some of it has been like really insane. Hindsight is 2020. Yes. Uh, Time heals wounds. Mm. it's always like nice like a, okay if you want to send something very crazy or not you know or impulsive or dramatic wait a day or just be, become a creative person and put it into whatever you're making put it into like shitty art or good art <laughs> any or type of song. art mediocre in the middle in the middle yeah it would be fine just make an instagram of all like screenshots of all your notes that you wanted to send to people. I feel like that that is actually the sequel to this movie is her just being <laughs> like publicly crazy and yeah, like just broadcasting following. the the stuff that she thinks about people. Yeah. I think Ingrid would get a good following with that. Um but she she goes back to her house, you know, her her home. I, it's not clear where she lives or like where she's from. To the east of California, based on the east, title. Because she's going west. She's going west. Five-o went west first. <laughs> and now it's Ingrid's turn. Ingrid. Five-o goes west. You're right. And she finds Taylor in a magazine in the bathtub. That shot, you mentioned that shot of Ingrid in the bathtub. It was so good. It's like, oh, yeah. want a bath, even though I sunburn my back. And so I can't really sit in a hot bath. But I feel like it says a lot about her character, the way they shoot that because mm-hmm. that shot starts with the door frame and you just see her legs in the tub uh-huh. and her her toes are like she's kind of playing with her toes like over the flame of the candle oh yeah in a way that's like really close that she could easily knock it off and then something <laughs> would like start a fire and then it you know it zooms in and we round the corner and we see all like we see her face and she's reading the magazine and it just, uh, I really like that shot because it let me know that she was a dangerous person, like, you know, willing <laughs> oh, to take risks. Oh, I love this, this, this film an- analyzing that you've Thank done. You. It's one you- of the three things I can do. <laughs> um, that expose, or not an expose, there was like a profile on Taylor. 
um elizabeth olsen's character elizabeth olsen's character who's just she's really captured the essence of what it means to be a influencer in la yeah (laughs) a lifestyle influencer lifestyle influencer i've been really fascinated by influencer culture lately and i just like it feels so exhausting yeah i i mean i'm not gonna lie i definitely follow a few people yeah i follow I i definitely follow some influencers i recently tapped into like these influencers that are like obsessed with fall they like think it's fall right now. And I was like, I'm like, I, I feel gaslit. It's not fall. Like stop with the fucking spooky shit. It's not spooky <laughs> season. It is hot. I, I follow like, somebody who lives in Sweden and her whole aesthetic is fall. So oh I, my God. I contribute to that because I like her. She takes cool looking photos and they're, okay. they're all like, if it's I feel Sweden, like even I when it's spring, it. if it's Sweden, you can get behind it. Yeah, I can get behind Sweden and Nordic. Because it's near Norway. Fall. Yes. Um, I don't know. Like you can tell that even if it's spring, she is photoshopping her stuff to make it look like fall color. Because <laughs> yeah. that's her. That's the thing she does. She likes right. that look. Um, but I, I think the difference is that I, I like following people who are. It's more transparent and less of trying to pass is like this is just my regular life here's here's a candid of me <laughs> looking like super cottage core in the woods cottage you know. core yes <laughs> right i'm not yeah. i'm not immune to the to the charms of cottage core i have to no. admit i'm not i'm not immune to the charms of cottage core either i definitely want to to have a homestead <laughs> i i definitely want to have a homestead yeah <laughs> i definitely want a homestead i did acid um when was it? I did acid last Friday. So about oh, a yeah? week ago. Yeah. And, or not this past Friday, the five, I can't, I don't know what Let's time. Let's get a timetable going on. I don't know what time, The t- I can't, I like cannot, time doesn't exist anymore. When it's you true. don't have a job. Quarantine. And there's quarantine. It's just like all the same. A f- couple weeks ago, I did acid with my friend and we, just watched um, a bunch of videos of this, like of this YouTube channel called Becky's Homestead. And this is obviously getting oh, yeah. a little off topic, but I That's got okay. I got really into the idea of a homestead. And Becky's Homestead. If anyone, any listeners out there, want to check her out, she's not like an influencer type. She's like an mm-hmm. older woman with a YouTube channel, and she what teaches makes you about chickens. Um, a homestead is like basically you just like build a cabin in the woods on land okay. and you like so there, it, are self-sustaining. We're talking uh, uh, having a hearth, a hearth, a garden. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. A garden, some some animals. And yeah, this just, sounds like the place I want to be. Yeah. I need to go there Ingrid go. On, on this Ingrid on this goes account. homestead. That's like the, <laughs> the movie that I want next. Ingrid goes yeah. homestead. But um, I, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I did write this down. The um, when she finds Taylor's Instagram, and on the like that shot of her commenting about the avocado toast, where she was like, "Damn girl, oh, that yeah. looks yummy as fuck." What's your and email she, address? She was like <laughs> sitting for a, a number of minutes. Yeah, drafting, deleting it. That was funny. It's funny. just another case of like this movie being honest about how particular people are about what they present on social media. On in social a way media, that, yeah, and like yeah. how I don't think I've ever 
like done that like commented on some like especially like an influencer's thing and like thinking that they would see it or engage i feel like i have yeah i have a friend who who is like an instagram photographer and um but he's like friend you know but like, I, I don't know i, I feel like i comment yeah yeah like I, i'm in his pictures sometimes um oh my gosh wow <laughs> i'm don't Thank worry you. i'm not no <laughs> it's just uh are you an instagram model david oh god i hope not that's definitely not the trajectory that i want to go down although it's fun like we go hiking and he, he's a photographer and yeah it's his, it's his thing right um so i've definitely commented but the, the part that's relatable is not necessarily the commenting on an influencer account it's just the like okay how should i word this yeah the, like drafting the like yeah, not knowing yeah. what to say like wanting to say the perfect thing and eventually she she says something that gets gets a response so there you go ingrid congrats <laughs> um but she cashes out like her mom her like mom died she cashes out the money the inheritance and it's 60 grand like mm-hmm. a little over 60 grand which is a lot of money, but like I feel like she's being very uh, willy-nilly with it. Yeah, it's enough money to go west. I would it's say it's enough money to go west. It's enough money. I mean, to live in LA for a year. Yeah, although she's careless with it, and so it doesn't she's last her that long. Reckless. Yeah. That's just because she's trying everything she can to become this, this you know, other person, Taylor's this, friend, like, Taylor. Um, well tailored. This movie's wild because it gives me so much sympathy. Like just. It gives me more sympathy for her than I should have as we reflect upon the movie and I think about the choices that she makes. No, I have way more sympathy for her than I do for Taylor, Elizabeth Olsen's character. Which is wild because like, what's the worst thing she did is that she told a secret to one person and then said, said it to another person. It's not like she told Ingrid, I'm going to tell you the secret about this thing I want to open up and I'm never going to tell it to anyone else again. But to right. Ingrid, it was like special like moment. This anchor in their friendship, right? Yeah. I mean, I feel, I think the reason I feel for Ingrid more so than I feel for Taylor is because Ingrid is just like obviously broken and lost and sad. Yeah. And she's just like trying to find a friend and she's like, can't it's so sad to like get like what she wants. She like goes no. to LA and she just like, she's just doing it. You know what? That's cool to me. Mm-hmm. She does I the wish I had sixty thousand dollars to just like move somewhere where like you don't. She just does it. She just has this this thing about her. She's just like I want to be friends with this person on Instagram. I'm gonna move to LA and become their friend. It is admirable that she is, that is admirable. super super sad and and like lonely. And she's like I'm gonna go do this thing. Now the methods that she takes to get what Maybe. she wants are not Maybe good not good and are obsessive and weird and creepy and, creepy and, and illegal and, yeah <laughs> and also like stealing somebody's dog stealing, I know. fucked up uh, right. Aubrey plaza plays like, it in a way where you're like kind of rooting for her i know. You know i don't know what that is about because this movie yeah she you just like everything about ingrid i, I I'm think she like, deserves a friend you know what i mean like i'm watching friend. it i'm like she deserves to have exactly. friends and people in her or life. if she has like a friend or, or if you know these people, Charlotte, Taylor, probably others that she's like driven away. If only that they were like, hey, I think you need help. I think you're just, you know, you're, you're sick and I want to be there for you. I still want to be your friend, but like you should get help. Yeah, but they don't, they're not going to do that because they don't have to like deal with a person who is 
mentally ill. Mentally ill. Right. So instead I mean, they're it's... just like, you need help. Leave. Leave my life. Leave. Which happens at the end of this movie. My. But you get, yeah, you, I think the movie life. does a good job of uh, ex- kind of showing us that it's a pattern for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, because you just like see the the start of the movie. You just, you know where the movie's going after that first scene. You're like, okay, Although this is happening it, again. Yeah. It does get kind of gone girl in the end when she gets what she wants. Yeah. <laughs> for doing like the mo- like for doing like a really she gets really rewarded for doing something that I'm not going to say it was bad. It was just like really tragic. And it's like, I can't imagine that's going to lead to healthy habits for her no, after she no. gets that attention Absolutely for not. like trying to it kill herself. <laughs> it, okay. le- it leaves a picture that's like, oh, no, like she's still alive and that's good. But I'm still so worried about her now. <laughs> you know yeah yeah and like the um when she goes to LA and I I do want to touch on this because I think this is just a really funny part of the movie and she goes to um with like the Grateful Cafe or wherever the like avocado toast is from and she tells the like the waiter that she is meeting her friend and she's like have you seen this girl and it's Elizabeth Olsen and uh, but what he said it's it's basically a um like in the movie it's basically a ripoff of cafe gratitude in la mm, yeah where, like, yeah rich people like famous what does the guy to. come up and ask he asks, what's your biggest emotional wound but like in a really happy way <laughs> in a very he's approaching her being very friendly but that's like basically what um like cafe gratitude is like that like they'll be like so our thing to meditate on today is this thing like what are you grateful for and then, yeah, it's I can like I can meditate and deal with my shit on my own time. I'm like, I don't want to do that while I'm getting capitalizing it on like literally like twenty dollar avocado toast. Like that's the yeah. type of place this is. Um, but she, yeah, I like that. What's your big? That was really funny. <laughs> that that part was, was really funny. And it's funny, especially if you've been to like Cafe Gratitude. They have one in. See, I haven't been there. But I have heard of it, and it just sounds like it's where the celebrities go. It's like where you go to spot a celebrity. Yeah, I just I don't want to have people asking me questions like that when I'm trying to get some lunch. I know, <laughs> like these. I don't want to have Shia Shia LaBeouf's brother come up to me and ask me what my deepest emotional wound is. I know, but this is kind of like where the um it the ball gets rolling. Like once mm-hmm. she gets to LA, she starts just mimicking everything about taylor like where she don't forget about dan though she meets dan Dan. oh of course we can't forget dan dan is the best part of this movie yeah he's my favorite because she goes and she like gets an apartment she pays cash um which can you pay your rent in cash i don't know i've never done that i've never done that either um, but she Dan, like goes, Dan seems cool with it. He seems cool with it. Dan is great. He's into Batman. He's a screenwriter. The Batman runner is pretty good because it starts as a, as like a one off joke and then becomes yeah. a he's like significant pillar of his person. Yeah, of his personality. I love that. He's like obsessed with Batman. He loves weed and he's just like so nice. All around a great guy. All around Dan Pinto, love mm-hmm. him. Oh yeah, the the ball is getting rolling for the movie. Like I feel like this part once, obviously, like once Ingrid gets to Los Angeles and starts really just becoming Taylor, that's when 
it starts. And honestly, good on Ingrid, like Aubrey Plaza's character, just because she seems to just effortlessly like pick up the style. Yeah, she's kind of like a chameleon, I guess. Her plan goes pretty well. I have tried. Yeah, like I've tried doing, you know, mimicking people's styles and I can't do it. I can't do it. Like it, it looks so phony. Like I can only be authentic. <laughs> I can I only be authentic. To my own <laughs> I can only be authentically me and have my own authentic style. Anything else just looks very fabricated. The words of an influencer, if I've ever heard. Yeah. Them. <laughs> I, I feel like at, at one point, fashion. though. I mean, this this movie is interesting to me because it is so relevant still. You know what is uh-huh. what is me. Or what is what is Ingrid versus or anybody versus what they're influenced by? At what point are you copying right. somebody? Because everybody's yes. influenced by people. Now, when you hone in on one influencer or a singular person and start stalking them and going to the places they were at and asking and Shia LaBeouf's brother if if you what they ordered or when they were last year, right? Exactly. Kidnap their dog. Yeah, kidnapping the dog. I think that was like because how did she? find out where she lived did she just follow her home oh i don't remember how she knew where she i think she Maybe must have she followed, followed her because they ran because yeah. they ran into she ran into her at that um store oh that scene was hilarious <laughs> so weird she's like in sweats but she like has the clutch mm-hmm. she buys a thing that she doesn't she need buys, and then like, she tries to leave with it without buying and then they're like miss you have to come back and she like jet she says to somebody outside, I'll be right there, pretending she's know, with somebody like, else. <laughs> like Ingrid, you don't need to pretend so much, you know. I know, exactly. Like you don't need to just but what a relevant exact like this whole thing. Just but maybe that's just the relevant. world we live in. This maybe Ingrid has to be fake to get by. Maybe that's what this movie's saying. This movie is saying in order to like seem interesting at all, you have to pretend you have a lot of friends. This is a sad, a sadly relevant movie, I think. It's so sad. It's also a little that, similar to Gone Girl. Yeah. In some ways, or, especially by I the guess, end. Like, I have, I've seen Gone Girl, but I, um, I'm going to admit I didn't watch the whole thing. Mm. Isn't it really long? Um, maybe, I don't know, longer than your average movie. It's no okay. longer than it, it is kind of long, though. I think the difference here is that I have sympathy for Ingrid more so um than i do for is her name rose in that movie i'll look that up um more than the titular gone girl okay because uh, she i mean spoilers for that movie i guess but she ends up killing people and and getting okay. a bunch of news media to cover it you know um, but there is yeah, definitely some direct parallels to this movie with Ingrid. Okay, this, that, that makes me want to go watch Gone Girl because I've seen part of it, but I didn't see the whole thing. Gone Girl is less of a fun time than this movie. Yeah. But they're similar enough that if you like this movie and you think it's relevant, that one is too. That one's yeah. more about the news media coverage than social media, but it's a similar okay. thing of like, how can you, how can people frame themselves to to get a, the maximum amount of attention that they want mm-hmm. while sort of... right. Oh, interesting. I don't interesting. Know. This is also, which I, I haven't seen this movie, the single white fe- single white female. I don't know that movie. Yeah, it's like basically somebody I think just like becomes the other person. The Dan references that movie in the yeah in this he movie. Refer- does Dan reference it or does Nikki? 
Oh, Nikki does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy fucking sucks. Yeah. I hate that guy. That guy fucking sucks. Ugh. I feel like I, I hate people like him. <laughs> He's tapping into some real trope of of the a type of guy. Yes. I'd say. Like the party guy who is like like they do so many like like drugs in this movie. Like I love that Dan has his little stash of um cocaine. Yeah. In his car. He's more I mean, reserved about it. Yeah. Dan's for sure more. I feel like Nikki it. is just a, a manipulative dude. Piece of shit. Know. Yeah. Horrible, horrible man. I mean, he blackmails her, right? Right. Yeah. Like, ugh, and then tries to have fun afterwards. Like, yeah, we're still at a party. <laughs> it sucks. Um, so, like, Ingrid steals Elizabeth, like uh, Taylor's dog, Taylor and Ezra's dog, then returns the dog. This is honestly genius. <laughs> yeah. It's fucked up, but it's funny and I'm just gonna genius. Say it. It's like yeah. pretty genius. If you want to get on someone's good side, steal their dog and then return the dog. <laughs> and then don't take the money. Like don't take the reward money. Mm. I recently watched Phantom Limb for the first time. Have you seen that? Uh-uh. Or no, not, not Phantom Limb. That's a Shin song. Uh, Phantom Thread. Phantom Thread, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Paul that. Thomas Anderson, yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's a similar thing. It's like, I'm going to hurt you with these mushrooms so that we can be closer. It's a similar exactly. type of fucked upness. Right. And um, I... Sorry, I like lost my, my thought. Now you're good. But that was like when... Like her be- getting... Like bringing the dog back and then getting invited into their home for dinner was just i was really rooting for ingrid at that moment as much as i don't want ingrid to be crazy like her getting what she wanted felt really good as the viewer and i don't know if that's just because i'm somebody who's like been not in like that crazy of similar situations but situations where like i don't know i feel like everyone can relate to Everyone can relate to desperately wanting something at different points in their life. And so, and Aubrey Plaza plays it so well that when we see Ingrid gets what she wants, we think, okay, well, as long as she doesn't kidnap any other dogs, she's in, she has what she wants and it's sort of gratifying. And she's, you know, charming. You relate to her in a way because we all feel so isolated on social media. Yeah. Maybe COVID is making her more... uh, more likable yeah than she would normally be although i don't know because she plays like i said she plays the role so well that you you're rooting her for her despite uh her stepping over several lines at several points right right just like like what she does to dan pinto's truck like she takes dan's truck because she like wants to help out taylor in joshua tree yeah why she doesn't just tell taylor um Hey, I have a truck, but we have to be back by six. That seems so reasonable. Yeah, like it's can... because she wants to spend the night with her. Right, she wants to to party all night long. If this was a rom com, their first kiss, like stru- <laughs> structurally, their first kiss, scare quotes, would be when they get that picture taken of the two of them by the mechanic. Oh yes, that was great. I love that scene. And then when she gets the notification. Oh. <laughs> when this they movie really the dramatizes photo. things that like the like the simple thing yeah 
like I'll never forget. I mean, just like every guy that I've dated, once I get the notification, like the first notification that they've tagged me in a post, it's like, oh my God, we're together now. Like that's such a big thing. Even, you know, people that like, there was like a guy that I dated very briefly, but I mean, it was a nice, it was a nice affair for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he tagged me and like, just like we went to like a show. It was like our second date or whatever. And he like tagged me in, in the photo, even though it wasn't of me. And I felt like that was a really big step in our relationship. Did you? Like, oh my God. He was it a big step in a photo? I mean, I, we didn't really have a relationship, but it was a, uh, it was like, honestly, the, it was like a very casual dating thing mm-hmm. and, it, and it ended fine. Yeah. But that there still, like, that still stands oh, out in your memory. Yeah, I'm like, it was ideal. Yeah, I think that the 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 like flings that you have that aren't like super emotionally strong that can just like be fun and then fade naturally are the best. Yeah, <laughs> is that all time belief or is that just where you're at right now? That's what I believe. Yeah, always as somebody who tends to get very emotionally charged with people, but mm-hmm. I'm like, I just want to not be emotionally charged with somebody that i'm dating that's fair yeah I, and i think this this movie is like like i said it's reflective of the world we live in mm-hmm. because you know digital interactions especially right now when people can't see each other they do mean more than maybe they should and this movie is right. not only honest about that it leans into it and asks you to sympathize with it in, in a pretty big way and is successful at doing that um which i don't know what that says about us that we can look at it and be like oh we get where she's coming from <laughs> i you mean know? that we're broken broken sad people and Maybe. we are <laughs> i wish you had seen more of gone girl though because i feel like the difference in gone girl is that you can understand what she's doing but you're, you're still like oh you're evil you know what i mean right uh so in some ways maybe this movie is more realistic than gone girl. i think this movie is very realistic i wouldn't be surprised that there are like not I'm sure that there are a lot of influencers who are like, who get like mega fans who then become their friends. And they, I think things like this happen without really the like influencer knowing. Yeah. Cause it's lopsided. Right. You know what I mean? And nobody wants to be friends with somebody who's like, uh, uh, obsessive with them. I mean, that's like scary. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I mean, what I've said before, of like why my profile's my... on private. What? What? I said that's why I keep my profile on private. Oh, Although yeah. I don't have many followers anyway, so I'm, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's someday I'll have someday you'll those people you'll that obsess. <laughs> the people that obsess. But that's the thing with this movie is that Taylor is somebody that is successful because of the attention she gets, and she's putting right. out. And she puts out stuff for people to become obsessive about. But then when that actually works too much on somebody as disaffected and as like sad as uh, Ingrid, then you see the unwanted result of that. I feel like Ingrid Goes West is almost a horror movie for influencers. It must be, right? They must watch this movie and think like, oh no, this could happen to me. And it kind of has. But like, I also think, I mean, thinking... Like that isn't that what they want? This is a dangerous road to go down, but you're right. Because on the one hand, it's like if you're putting out stuff publicly, and you're like basically ba- making it so people can track your whereabouts. 
yeah yeah or whatever like stuff you're eating stuff you're it's on your mind whatever else right right if you're if you're doing that then can you can you like be uh shocked when that stuff like there's unintended consequences yeah i don't know it's we it's 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 weird i don't know how to there's no right answer to that yeah I mean, this movie's because they're not asking to be stalked and having their dog no, kidnapped. But what this or, movie's getting you know, at, you but, know. And I'm like thinking, okay, obviously Ingrid is mentally unstable. She is doing all these things. She's stealing their dog, which is fucked up. It's she, fucked up. But we want to say also, just officially that that's fucked up. That's fucked up. Like, yeah. don't steal someone's dog. Um, she basically steals Dan Pinto's truck, which is fucked up. But she does it because she's trying to help out. Taylor mm-hmm. um she's like but she's really not doing anything too bad yeah she's like really trying <laughs> to be this person's friend I mean I'm just gonna be on the side of Ingrid right now yeah she doesn't yeah sure she like takes a bunch of pictures of like her her whole apartment or her whole house and like she's really really into being Taylor's friend but like it's not like she like I don't know. I'm like, it's not like she was doing anything like too bad. Yeah. It's right? just, it's like just the social be... currency of it that her brother, right. that Taylor's crazy brother uh, uses against her. Although the dog thing would, would... the dog thing is fucked up. Yeah. That's, that's you go crazy. To jail for that. You're like, don't, don't um, steal someone's dog. Um, this is sort of a pivot, but do you, do you think Ingrid actually is into Dan? Cause I think, I think so. I think so. I think she was initially using him for his truck and also as like, I need a boyfriend to mm-hmm. look cool in front of Taylor. I don't know. Maybe it was just their whole like cat woman foreplay. That I, no, I mean that um, scene where they have sex and it's like cat, the cat woman, like fuck me, Bruce or whatever. Yeah. I really like that. I think <laughs> she does that like she's, the claws to the curtain. Yeah. <laughs> I think that she is, you know, she's, she's only going out with Dan because she needs to pretend that, like she like needs to keep up the lie it starts as a ruse ends as a maybe and then it ends with them actually liking each other and the fact that dan you know at the end of the movie he's not weirded out by her like very very understanding he's like understanding he knows that she has problems he's like cares about her even after everything even after she steals and crashes his truck after she steals she, it again right when she buys the house that yeah she wants buys to turn it, into a buying the house that was next to um like next to the taylor's house i mean we're, i guess we're like jumping around a bit but whatever she when she buys the house fifty thousand dollars for that house just it seems like it would be more money i don't i or don't know joshua tree cash i don't know never bought a house never been to this joshua tree is like 50 $50,000 for a house is cheap as fuck. Oh, it's super cheap. I just don't know what Joshua Tree is like. I know there's a lot of small houses, like tiny houses there. If I, yeah. if my knowledge about that place is correct. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like how much are the, tr- how much are houses at well, Let's Joshua get to the Tree. bottom of it. Yeah. I feel like there would be more money. Not that I need to do this right now, but I'm like... Oh, you're good. I want to know. Oh, come on. The medium listing price. It's like... 
like houses in Joshua Tree are like a hundred and seventy thousand for like a shack. Yeah. Like the yeah, so this not entirely realistic. I'm gonna go mm. ahead and sh- send you this this thing from realtor.com. Okay. Yeah, uh, call call out the movie. Maybe maybe write out. yeah, like email Aubrey Plaza, email Elizabeth, yeah, Elizabeth Olson. Olson. The director. Um, I put it in the Tell chat everyone. for you. Okay. But that is like a shack and it is um a hundred and or yeah, hundred and seventy thousand dollars. True. I don't that understand how that is that much money. I think it's just because Joshua Tree is its own little it's five hundred and twenty eight you know? square feet. Yeah. That is so small. That just seems a lot for maybe that's not a lot for a house. Yeah, I don't know Joshua Tree, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I know some people from Joshua you, Tree. Yeah, your friends that are from Joshua Tree. I just I know two people, uh, and they have similar vibes to Taylor Elizabeth Olsen's character. Really, like what? what not not how in the bad describe sense. Describe the vibe. I don't know. Like, I don't want to describe them as individuals. <laughs> they're just like the the. Uh, I don't know if I could describe it very well on the spot. That's fine. What what exactly the vibe is? Because it's also just it's it's a it's a subset of the Californian vibe in general. Right. It's like know? Los Angeles hippie, like floppy hats. Yeah. And, yeah. And and everything. Yeah, out in the desert. Yeah, influencers. I do. It does make me want to go to Joshua Tree because I'm going to Phoenix tomorrow. I'm like, should I just take take a detour to Joshua Tree for the for a couple hours? That seems like it would it would be really hot. Maybe not. <laughs> um, it's super hot. I like when they when she takes Dan to go hang out with uh, uh, Taylor and Taylor's boyfriend. Who, who's what's his name by the way? Taylor's husband. Ezra. Oh, her husband. Yeah, Ezra. Uh, with the art yeah yeah and when they roll up to the to the place with the other influencer and taylor's yes. boyfriend and taylor and ezra and she's like all right no batman talk <laughs> but that was funny <laughs> i could also like relate Lou, to that Lou <laughs> i think Bega. oh yeah he puts on a hat and he looks like he looks like lou bega with the clothes <laughs> that makes him wear i know i just want i want dan to just be him to be able to be himself yeah. And he does. He puts his own hat back on, right? Yeah, he puts his own hat back on. He rolls up the sleeves. He's like super likable guy. He's but he's getting a little too close to Nikki, who like randomly shows up in the movie. He's Taylor's drug addict brother, Nikki. Mm-hmm. It's like super, super sucks. aggressive and partier and even Ezra jokes. hates him. Yeah, Ezra does not like him. But I like when they roll up and she's like, no Batman talk. And he's like, well, what am I supposed to talk about? And she says, <laughs> That's like all he knows. Yeah, something cool like food or clothes or Joan Didion. <laughs> like, I don't know. I thought I that was that. funny. I absolutely love that. I mean, just I relate to Ingrid a lot just based on like, I'm not like this anymore. I just need to like really emphasize that I don't, I, I, I don't like, suck the I'm not like as social media obsessed with people mm. where I like I don't like obsessively lurk people anymore I, I guess it got way too boring but I understand she's like okay 
this person likes these types of things. We have to make sure that you also like fit into this mold because they won't believe that I'm with. They won't <laughs> Let believe Dan be me Dan, if, Amity. if you're lame. And yeah. I don't know. I get it. I yeah. get. I get where Ingrid is coming from. But then some of them do like Batman. Yeah, she Nick doesn't like that. Batman. She doesn't like that. There's something that yeah. I know, and I just can't believe Nikki. So Nikki is evil at the pool party. He like looks over her shoulder, looks over her shoulder. Looks at her password. He's so he, manipulative and cunning. He like, what's how did he yeah. find out? Like, I just want to know. How do you think that Nikki realized, like, that this was like the type that she was, not who she said she was. I bet he's just suspicious because he's so in this culture of influencers he's dating a different influencer her his sister's right. a influencer he's so probably he just so in it that he's used to yeah maybe he's used to his sister having pop-up friends who right and he's suspicious of them because they might be trying to use her i don't know this is me mm-hmm. reading in and trying to fill in the blanks because the movie doesn't really tell us but that's the yeah i come up with i wonder too if it's like he can kind of tell that she's a fraud like just based on her vibe that she is like there's something off about her that she just is mm. she's like obviously these because these people are so obsessed with appearances and so obsessed with this like specific lifestyle and like i mean later in the movie you learn that taylor's favorite book isn't even her favorite like she's never even read it she right it was Ezra's, Ezra's favorite, favorite book. book so it's yeah. all about appearances it's all about like trying to seem cool but you're actually not that cool but it also it- it's not always a bad thing right because no people do i feel like i feel like it's healthy to to allow yourself to say oh i'm influenced by this person and that person oh and that person. totally but I it mean- can be a thin line sometimes between like oh i just like my whole life is being this thing to sell to get like ad sponsorships or whatever right. on Instagram. And so just, I'm going to say my favorite so book is something exhausting. I haven't read. Right. I'm going to like have this persona of who I am. I've always wanted to kind of, I, not to say like, oh, I wish I was an influencer, but I am interested in like. You're like, saying you wouldn't like to try like it out that? though? I'd like to try it day. out. I'd like to be like, you know what? I'm going to create, you know, I'm going to get rid of my entire Instagram. I'm going to I'm going to do a social experiment where I I go west, Amity goes west, <laughs> and I start a new persona and we'll see if I can get if I can become an influencer. I think Ingrid feels uh threatened by Nikki somehow. Oh, for sure. Like they have a weird vibe between Like immediately. Well, she I think she's like, like I feel like he can sense the fear in her or something and then that yes, is like, yes, "Oh, like you're he's... hiding something, you know." It's like yes, Jafar but... and Aladdin. <laughs> far knows aladdin is not really prince ali yeah i think that she is threatened by nikki because now taylor's time is going to be like tied up with nikki because mm. like usually if your friend's brother was in town you're like oh my god yeah have fun but she's like oh fuck i don't have anybody else and yeah that's the achilles heel is that jealousy she, thing she's like a little bit too she's too obsessive of ingrid like she gets what she wants, then you're like, okay, just chill out. You know, you got your mm. boyfriend now. You got Dan. You got like, yeah. I think it's just like fill okay, out, at this point, fill out the rest of your life. You know, you're you're friends with Taylor. Good job. You probably now have a lot of Instagram followers because you're friends with Taylor. But don't push it. Cool. You know, but she does. You got anyway. your boyfriend. Great. Just chill. 
like coast yeah. it, right? I get a job. You're going to run out of money. So time to get a job on. That's what I'm just like, okay, everyone kind of does this performative thing, but at some point you have to be like, okay, I'm, I'm set. But mm. what, I wonder what else did Ingrid want from Taylor? Maybe she just was trying to become an influencer on the same level. Yeah. And not realizing that maybe she should just cool down, appreciate her friendship with Taylor, even if Taylor's a little fake sometimes. Appreciate yeah. her relationship with Dan, even though it was it was it happened in an accelerated way. You know, it's still <laughs> something real now. Just like relax, just Ingrid. Out. And maybe you can be that thing someday. Uh, yeah. Even if there are bad consequences to being an influencer that will change you, like Ezra tells her at the pool. That was a nice scene, I thought. I thought that was a nice scene too, where he's like drunk and he's he had gone skinny dipping alone. Mm -hmm. That he, scene he just like makes me the... really excited for the pool. Oh, sorry, I cut you off. What are you? What are you oh, I was gonna say the the pool party scene just really made me excited for the pool because I am moving into my casita tomorrow with the pool. Very exciting. I wish yeah. I had access to a pool right now. That also <laughs> made me want to go swimming. Oh God the best i love to swim i didn't realize how much i love swimming until i until this summer really yeah interesting and i was like i fucking love to swim whoa i used to swim way more i don't so much now i should i've been to the river but yeah i like the river this not yeah. this summer um Ugh. I, I kind of like Ezra, even though his art's not that good. People need to be That's honest horrible. with him. I feel like he's not getting good feedback about his art. No. You know, because no. she's Taylor's sort of propping it up just because all she knows is positivity. I feel like. Yeah. And I think she's, yeah, I don't know why Taylor's like giving him such like bad advice about his art. It's so shitty. Um, but he says and, during that pool scene, he says that he yeah. missed the tailor that he met when they were first it was together. like a sorority girl yeah or like i i i didn't get the sense that he liked her because she was a sorority girl no i just got the liked... sense that she was he was trying to illustrate how different she is now but mm -hmm. that he just liked her for her back then it wasn't right. because she was this influencer you know you know what movie i want i want taylor goes west the prequel to ingrid goes west i would see it because it would mean yeah more elizabeth if it was olsen. like more elizabeth olsen Yes. No Aubrey Plaza, though, which is a downside, a pretty big one. Yeah. yeah. She was really good in that movie. She's really good at Ingrid Goes West. She's a great Ingrid. Um, but so, yeah, Nikki, Nikki then steals her phone. We can't miss that. I know we're almost out of time here. Oh, um, no. You're good. Oh, no, it's fine. I, I have a taco date. So, um, but yeah, anyways. Nikki gets her phone. She's looking for um, her phone. Yeah, Nikki gets the phone. She's looking for a phone. He steals the phone. And then he's like, he's saying that like, she has to give him $5,000 a month in order for her to like, keep up the ruse. Yeah. Do you think he would have like stuck to the plan or do you think he would have taken her money and then still like sabotaged her? I don't know. His whole thing is that he's unstable, right? Yeah. He's like, fuck. He's horrible. Yeah. Maybe he would have done it, but I feel like he would have found different ways to manipulate her later on. Yeah, his, like his character seems written in a way to just be a manipulative douchebag. Piece right? of shit. And it is interesting. It's like, okay. And he's a manipulative piece of shit. And even and in the face of all of that, you feel bad for Ingrid because she's crying. Like her whole life is falling apart because her life's not propped up on very much right now. It's propped right. up on being friends with somebody who is already themselves having to prop up their own lives. Yes. It's, oh, this movie just so deals with the whole 
what people present versus what reality yes, is like who they are yeah i think that the most and like it, ingrid's life person, is a house of cards in this movie that you are like yeah. don't fall over don't fall over and you know it's going to because she's just not making the right choices right i think the most honest people in this movie it's are fun Nikki ride, and dan pinto Nikki and dan pinto i think Nikki is like very honestly himself like he's just like he's a piece of shit yeah. He doesn't seem to be like hiding it. That's fair. He, he's, you know, he's like letting... there's like something that I respect about people like that where I'm like, okay, you are super shitty. Somehow you have friends. You're super shitty, but you're rolling with it. You're not like, there's no facade that like you are a piece of shit. <laughs> there's some facade. He does trick it. people in this movie. He does trick. Think I about guess. when when Ingrid enters his room and he's all friendly and he hasn't. Oh yeah. He's not twisting the knife yet about I know this that and the other. He's very casual yeah. and coy. That seems he's kind like of doing cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> pretty relaxed for for doing cocaine. Yeah, um, I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess. But also, Dan is like very honest. Dan is the best. Yeah. Dan is the best. He Although, is. what is what is he getting himself into when he's going to continue to be in a relationship with? in ingrid post the end of this movie because who knows know. what she's going to become i want a sequel to this movie where she's like the top influencer now the, like sad girl influencer yeah yeah that could be interesting i wonder what like life for ingrid is after after this well like, what type of i can't imagine she? that it's easy i feel like she has not learned like, is she just going to, like... <laughs> the lessons of life, let's say. Or I don't know. she'll get her own Ingrid, and she would love that. Oh, my God. If this like, a movie that takes place maybe f- three or four years from now. Yeah. And there you she go. gets her own Ingrid. and But I think it wouldn't even be comparable because she would be into it. You think so? Yeah. That's just the type of influencer she is. Yeah. She'd be like, fuck yeah, I want friends. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, yeah. <laughs> Although um, after, but, if you cut forward that far in time, how many people like that would have come along? Maybe she's sick of it by the yeah, time. Yeah, that's true. You know. Maybe she's like, oh, okay, you know, I'm, I've, I'm, I'm a new person now. Mm. I don't know. You should get writing really. on this. Yeah, <laughs> do a spec script for Ingrid Goes West too. Ingrid Goes East. She goes to New York. <laughs> In true Mary-Kate and Ashley form. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there would be no Elizabeth Olsen. I guess it's like, do you have the prequel with Taylor or do you have the sequel with just Aubrey? I say write them both. Specifically yeah. you. Okay. Build up the whole <laughs> universe. Take any of the ideas that, uh, that I put on the table. <laughs> um. But yeah, she steals the phone. I like how she pays those guys to to punch her in the face. Oh yeah, that part was she's, funny. Yeah, she's like has like this elaborate plan to what like get Dan to kill Nikki or to like be. Is she is like the? Do you think she wants Nikki to die or do you think she wants Nikki to just be afraid? So I, I think don't know. She wants him dead really okay that that changes the movie to make it more just directly like gone girl then um (laughs) on that on that level because she gets pretty crazy here but not i don't know i think it's really unraveling 
Oh yeah. I, my understanding is that, and, and maybe this is wrong. I only saw it the once uh, just now, but I thought they were going to try to take his phone and get his, mm. like, the proof off of his phone. I didn't. Think oh they yeah, were that going makes to the sense. Desert to kill him and like bury him somewhere. Is that yeah. what you thought they were doing? I don't know if they were. Like, I don't know. I was like, I feel like maybe in like this. I don't think that. Um, I don't think Dan wanted to kill Nikki. No, I, think maybe, I don't think so. No, I think that um, like maybe Ingrid in a spiral and like a blackout spiral rage. She maybe isn't thinking things through. And I think she would be okay if Nikki died. Yeah. In the moment she, or like, in the long run? In the like this 24 hour period. Okay. I definitely don't think that Dan is thinking to himself, we're going to go kill this guy. No, He's I don't definitely think so questioning, at all. Like, this seems wrong. What do you want me to do? Yeah. What does she say to him? <laughs> She's like, just so beat him be up. Be like or... Batman, babe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Batman wouldn't do this. No. <laughs> but she, I mean, she hits him with a crowbar, basically, and like leaves him in the desert. I'm surprised yeah. they didn't take his phone. Like, why didn't they take his phone? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But then, of course, you know, then the movie just, it, it, it's ending. Ingrid is, is unraveling. She's spiraling. She buys a house in Joshua Tree to be closer to Ingrid or to be closer to Taylor and Ezra. She <laughs> it's so doesn't up. have electricity or water. She's like, she's, she's bitten off more than she can chew. Yeah. That's really the moment where I was just like, Ingrid, you're cool like i know you're good the way have you value are. Like, have value in yourself so sell the house sell the house you can get more than 50 grand for it <laughs> yeah but she can't charge her phone because she can't set up a an account right with the right because she electricity. needs money yeah she needs like a debit card or credit card or something and she yeah. doesn't have that so she Ugh. looks across the street and sees that taylor's having a party and she's her sneaks, joshua tree home sneaks over to charge her phone in this is the best part she sneaks into this party and granted it's a halloween party but in cut out eyes sheets yeah. over body ghost costume with a wig on top <laughs> yes i love aubrey and, plaza only she uh, could do this type of scene i feel like yes not only her but she's really good at doing this type of scene where she's <laughs> doing something she's not supposed to do and she knows it but she's like worked herself up and she's gonna right. make it as uh she can't be conspicuous she's just not good at being conspicuous i just want to know do, do you think that she um like bought the house out of spite to like haha now you guys can't buy it or i thought she bought it- the house so that they would have to deal like negotiate with her to get it mm. yeah that makes sense too which is still fucked up she's ingrid's like yeah towards the end she you're like ingrid like cool it chill out ingrid come Everyone on in this movie is varying degrees of manipulative but dan and that's why we love him so much you know dan is like an angel dan wants nothing but like i think well is ezra manipulative nah well i i don't know then it's like oh that's kind I'm of i'm not trying to judge all these characters i just i'm trying to figure out their how they work from a story perspective right but then you're like, oh, all only the women characters besides Nikki, I guess, are manipulative. Well, I'm not saying that. 
I, know I think the know. movie might be though. But Nikki also is the most manipulative and he's the he bad is. guy. He is. I think that the most likable characters are Ingrid and and Dan. Yeah. Like how is I can't I just like can't believe that I'm thinking that Ingrid is likable. But I, I maybe it's just because I have my own shit with social media and I'm like, I get her. I get it. It's hard. Yeah. But you're relating to her in a way that you have reiterated yourself several times, like I don't do this anymore. Or that I don't sort do it thing. anymore. Yeah. I just need to reiterate that again. I don't do this anymore. I feel like everybody has at some point a realization that they're on social media too much. Right. And so I think that that's why Ingrid is relatable because that's the lens that we're being presented to her as the audience. Right. So you we're don't like... need you don't need to have gone off the deep end like she has to relate to her because right. that's the point of view. She's our protagonist. She's our hero. Right. That's the point of view that the movie's giving us. And so we can be objective and talk about how fucked up it is that she stole a dog or started at a fake relationship right. turned into something real. But at the end of the day, this movie's more concerned with, I think, how certain parts of society work and our relationship with tech and, and with these mm-hmm. social things. It's more concerned with that than it is about like, having us dislike people who do the wrong thing. Right. But there's still consequences though, because Ingrid gets discovered at the party and, and Taylor's like, get the fuck out of here. I, I haven't been answering your calls. I don't want you here. You're not welcome. We're not. I friends. know, but she does give her five minutes to talk and it, it doesn't really end well. Ends with, I mean, luckily, I mean, luckily, Ingrid's phone gets some juice that she enough charge that she's able to to make a video. I I think that maybe she found a different outlet because there's no way that her phone. Charged <laughs> yeah, you enough. really figured this out because I was about to say, did she have enough time to do that? <laughs> no, she must have found a different outlet like somewhere. Sure. And I'm somebody, the queen. Somebody of was ta- started talking to her and she needed to move. What'd you say? Yeah, I said I'm the queen of finding outlets when my phone's gonna die. Like mm-hmm. any party, like any venue, like event, because I've had such bad luck with phone batteries that I'm like, I know, I know where to follow the trail of of cords to an outlet, and then you're good. Outlet queen. Yes, Amity. outlet queen. <laughs> if you need, if you're at a party and you need to find an outlet, let me know. I'm surprised you haven't just gotten a portable battery at this point. I've, I have, and okay. then those die. I'm just on my phone too much. So. You got to find an outlet to charge those. Exactly. It's like another thing to charge. Also, um, you can just scroll through that Instagram feed. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's like the end of the the movie. I like that you said at the end when, because, you know, she makes that video. Ingrid makes a video. She takes all the pills. She's like trying to kill herself. And then at the end, you were saying how it's a, a villain origin story. <laughs> And it really is. Well, you just know she's going to become the thing that hurt her. She's going to become the girl that, or maybe not. Maybe it's like you said. Maybe she's really nice to her followers, to her peons. This is her her goal. But it's like, what is the message of the movie? That if you, like... I don't know. The message of the movie is pretty dark it's some the message of the movie is similar to gone girl which is like sometimes certain people are just gonna use other people to get what they want yeah but ingrid's more it gives us a relatable uh look into her life at first so that's maybe why we're giving her more grace but again like it's hard to talk about this movie in terms of um 
or you can only talk about it so much. I feel like in terms of like, are they in the right or not? Specifically, her, yeah, all the really other characters are shitty Dan in their own way. What was yeah. that? I think that the only character totally in the right is Dan. Yeah, but he does beat up Nikki, but he's doing it for his girlfriend, <laughs> and that makes him in the clear. Yeah, th- that gets that absolves him of all guilt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this movie is fascinating. This is definitely a movie that I'm gonna that's going to stick with me because I feel like it's going to yeah. come, it's going to come to represent a, a whole era of, of social media. It really yes. presents like the, like what social media is like really well. I think, I think that's why I really like that movie as a social media person mm-hmm. where I'm like, yikes, I need to log the fuck off. Yeah. But yeah. True. I mean, is there anything else you want to add about the movie? It, it, it is five twenty. I mean, yeah, I just uh, I really liked the Dan the Dan line. We were supposed to go to Six Flags when Ingrid's telling him how oh yeah fucked up Nikki is. I don't know if that was an ad lib or in the script, but oh, I, I love that too. Hilarious. We were supposed to go to Six Flags. <laughs> That's the sort of thing that you would say to somebody when you're drunk at a party that you just met, but you're really vibing yeah. with them, and like the other person like really latches onto it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That I've, I, that's happened to me before. Or like I've had, you know, boyfriends to be like, yeah, we met, I met this, like we were vibing me and so-and-so and we're going to do this thing. We're going to like, we're going to write a movie or like, we're going to like, we're going to go to Enchanted Forest. Enchanted do Forest. Do drugs. <laughs> the plans we make. Yes. The plans we make when we're drunk at a party. <laughs> I miss parties. I miss, I miss parties people. too. I miss, I miss people. like mingling. I miss like being charming well thanks for um, yeah, having I, me on to watch this of course thank you um tell let everyone know where they can find you if you want to be found after this movie i don't know no, I'm <laughs> kidding. um you can find me uh tanuki david on instagram uh it's private are you, are you it's, gonna it's private people um as long as you don't, don't look like you're trying will. to sell me something but <laughs> Uh, no, I don't know. If you want to follow me, you can there. Uh, I'm sometimes on another podcast called Panel Up. Panel Up Podcast. You can find that in uh, any any podcast carrying app. Um, yeah. That's me for right now. Awesome. Perfect. Great. Where can people find you? Uh, people can find me. Seems like they already have if they're this far. Yeah. They they know. They know. Please rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Follow the Instagram, give me a piece of podcast. Follow the Facebook page. I don't really update it. Um, Etsy, Etsy.com slash shop slash give me pizza podcast. That's where they can find it. Get me. your merch. Yeah, get the merch. Get the merch. Please get the merch. Merch, merch, merch. All right. Thanks, David. Yeah, Bye. thanks for having me on. Let's, 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 let's,